Welcome to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to Day 7, 21 Days of Prayer, this Sunday morning. Thankful that you are here. Virgil, Sandra, Roy, Ellen, Yolanda, so good to see all of you this morning. We're living in pivotal days. Yeah, the news of this last week has just been rampant. We are living through these times. We're not observing them through a history book. We're not looking back in time at some documentary. We are living in these times. And how important for us to be living epistles, known and read of all men, to be on God's page right now. That's what 21 days of prayer and fasting are doing for us. The morning devotees, yeah, that's you guys. The MD 2022 family, I'm still trying to get used to saying that. So here we are, day seven, 21 days of prayer. I'm happy that you're here. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for making it what it is. Otherwise, it would just be me yakking. Nobody wants to hear me yakking. I don't, these ears don't want to hear this mouth yakking. Yeah. What we want to hear is that still small voice of the Spirit and the encouragement that comes from the body of Christ as each member encourages one another. So thank you for being here. This is a special day. Now, we're following uh, loosely, let me see if I can get the graphic up here. We're following loosely the book on prayer. We're in day seven of the devotions. Today is a wonderful one. I love it. Living with the rose. Oh, what a beautiful, you know, in this first week of devotions, I just want to restore the beauty of prayer. The prayer is not ugly. Prayer is not a duty. It's a delight. It's a, an experience that you can experience God with all of your senses. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Feel after God of heavenly man. He that hath in here and so forth. And then also that his name is as a fragrance a fragrant ointment poured forth, living with the rose. And that's the subject today. Here on the devotion today, though, we've dedicated every seventh day to a prayer meeting during these 21 days of prayer and fasting. And that what that's what this is today. We are, I believe, as Malcolm Gladwell wrote in the book, at a tipping point. That's that crucial moment that something gives way in a situation or process that becomes unstoppable. You know that if you've been on a seesaw. I don't know. That's what we call them, seesaw. What do you call them? I've heard them called teeter-totters. I don't know about that. just doesn't sound right. But you know when you're getting at a tipping point and the scales begin to shift. That's where we're at in the Holy Ghost. We are at that time. I believe there is a shifting taking place today. In the interludes on the book on prayer, I write about the awakenings. One of the awakenings that I've commemorated for years, I've gone to lower Manhattan and I go down to that South Street seaport, the financial district, and just remember that great prayer revival born in 1857 that led this nation through a civil war, that led this nation through the holiness movement and the resurgence of modern Pentecost. 
And uh, I told the story, I think it was Wednesday night, in the book on prayer, how I was passing through midtown Manhattan. I was very sick and uh, was up there to preach and very, very sick, very cold, snowy, icy. And I passed a line of people coming down Broadway. It was seven blocks long waiting for a prayer meeting. And I was convicted. I, I want to experience that prayer that changes a nation, that changes an entire country. I want to see an awakening. It was Jim Cimbala who said that only by turning God's house into a house of fervent prayer will we reverse the power of evil so evident in our world today. And this is our prayer service. And this is our time to pray. And we're going to pray. I, I feel led this morning, if you'll allow me. Sonia, Kirk, Lloyd, just help me. Clifton, help me here. We want to pray, I, I feel specifically, for three areas. And um, in a season where, how I many of you seen the COVID cases? Uh, it, cars lined up in our church's parking lot for free COVID testing. and People are just, here we go again. And But the, I mean, a million cases one day last week and hovering so high and we're, we're in an arena in an area where we're hearing churches going back to virtual services. And, you know, it just, it just grieves my heart. We need to get through this, folks. And so I'm going to, I feel led to pray in three different areas. And of course, that doesn't limit you. If you have a prayer need, if you have a request, please put it, put it, put it out to the side. This is the day that you don't need to just stay in the distance. Dive in. Let somebody know you're praying for them. Let somebody know you're lifting up their hands in prayer over the needs that they're going through. There's, there's people in this devotion right now. I see your names going by. I know some of the things that are going on in your life. I know the needs that you have in your life. Be not silent. Let's don't hit the mute switch. Let, let's be vocal. Let's lift our voices in prayer today. I want to reverse the evil in this world. Paul said to pray for those in authority. And I think right now, if you, if you don't mind, everyone that's participating in this, why don't you just identify the state that you're in? If you're in Canada, uh, oh, the news coming out of Canada. Why don't you let us know what province you're in in Canada? If you're not in North America, maybe just what country that you are in. And let us know where you're coming from because we're going to begin to pray for each state each nation, and we're going to cry out that righteousness will prevail. Can we go to the Lord in prayer right now? I'm going to pray for our nation first. Father, I'm thanking you, God. I'm thanking you that this is a nation whose motto, whose mantra, whose slogan is in God we trust. You said that righteousness exalts a nation. Lord, we're praying for our nation right we're praying for every state in our nation. I see these states going by right now in Georgia and Louisiana and Colorado and Texas. And I, I, I see, I see the needs and I, I hear of what's happening in our churches in each of these states, in each of these areas. God, we need, we need your presence to come down in a mighty way. You're not the author of confusion, but our nation has been plummeted into confusion. 
Lord, you don't give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love and joy and a sound mind. And I pray right now, God, that that spirit of joy and strength and righteousness will begin to prevail in our country. I'm praying right now for each and every church that's represented here, God. I'm praying for those churches, Lord, that are trying to start this year out by seeking your face, but they've received a setback, Lord. Let that setback be a setup for victory, Lord. Let what the enemy means for evil, you work for good. You work for good in those local churches, in every family that is struggling right now, Lord, in every state that is experiencing one catastrophe, one emergency. God, I believe you would not have brought us to this day if you wouldn't bring us through this day, that you designed us and created us for the day in which we're living in. Like David of old, we want to serve our generation, this generation. God, I ask you to give these churches strength, Lord, to give these people strength right now, God. I'm praying for every church leader. I'm praying for every pastor. I'm praying, oh Lord, for every ministry leader, God. I'm praying for every saint, every family. Would you allow, would your great hand come down, break through these clouds, oh Lord, and let shafts of golden sunlight and grace, uh, let it fall upon our faces. Lay your hand on the United States. Lay your hand on Canada, Lord. Lay your hand on Mexico and all of the North North American island nations, oh God. We're praying right now for Central and South America. We're praying for Europe and Asia, oh Lord, and Africa. We're praying right now for Australia, oh Lord. We're praying for around this globe, every area of this globe, uh, we pray, God, that righteousness uh, will triumph, that where sin abound, grace doth much more abound. Yes, we're praying for an awakening, God, an awakening that will grip our world as never before. One final awakening in this day and in this age. Lord, you see Nina's needs, you see Wendy's needs. I'm praying right now, God, that you'll meet every one of these needs, Lord, in Jesus' name. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. Oh, praise God. I'm feeling that in the Holy Ghost. I started these 21 days of prayer with a very specific request. And it may seem outlandish to you, but I believe we should ask great things of a great God because our God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. And um, I'm just, I'm looking. I'm looking at our nation, our world. You've seen the case counts of this disease rising astronomically. I I read an article yesterday that 5 million people will not be going to work next week because of sickness. I, um, I, I began to ask, I began to ask and, and it was, it was just as I was moved by the spirit that, um, that in these 21 days, that the Lord would rid this nation of this pandemic. Yeah, you say that's outlandish. I know it is. But in Exodus 10, Moses lifted his staff and the east wind blew and the plague of locusts came into Egypt. And before that chapter is over, he lifted his staff again. And what the east wind brought in, the sea wind, the west wind took 
The east wind brought this sickness to our shores. I'm praying that there will be a west wind, figuratively, spiritually, that will drive this from our nation's shores. I'm praying. I'm praying right now. We need to pray for this pandemic situation, folks. This is why morning devotion really gained traction. and We started hanging in there together, was getting through this situation. We've got people right now that regularly are part of our morning devotion family that are sick with COVID. They have COVID with their home. They're quarantining. Uh, yeah, yeah, we need to bind together. We just need to bind together right now and pray. Would you pray with me that in these 21 days, God is going to rid us of this scourge, that God will send a wind from elsewhere to blow this pandemic off our shores. Everything that medical science has said, and I don't trash them, I don't denigrate them, I thank God for every good and perfect thing. But you know what? We need a more sure word of prophecy right now. Would you do this? Would you pray with me right now? Sharon, would you pray? Debbie, Linda, Cindy, would you just pray right now? Father, I'm coming to you. And I'm believing, oh God, I'm believing for everybody that is viewing, that is viewing this morning devotion live, God, or later in the day. Maybe they're too weak even to participate today. God, I'm asking you, rid us of this scourge. You protect your people. We lift that mighty shield of faith over your chosen people, Lord, were the apple of your eye, God. You've engraved us on the palm of your hand. You said we have not because we ask. We're asking right now, God, that you and you alone, the great physician, Lord, the one whose heaven is your throne and earth is your footstool, Lord, you have everything under subjugation in this earth, God. I'm asking right now that this mighty pandemic that we've endured for going on two years, Lord, I'm asking God that it would bow. It would bow its head and bend its knee to the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ because there is no name more powerful in this earth. Uh, I speak healing over everyone listening right now. I speak healing to every loved one, God. I pray right now, Lord, that you would meet every need, God, that you would touch uh, I pray, Lord, I pray for everyone, God, every church that has been racked by this sickness right now, God. We need our churches strong. We need our churches joyful and exuberant. We need our leaders uh, lifting up hands and lifting up voices to you, God. Take away this pandemic. Take it away, Lord. Uh, if you can bury our sins in the depths of the sea, I'm asking you, Lord, to take away this plague as you took away that plague of locusts uh, and deluge it in the sea. That might seem foolish, Lord, to this world, and that's probably foolish uh, to the carnal, uh, but the foolishness uh, of man is the wisdom of God, and I'm believing, God, you are the all-wise and all-caring and all-knowing, and you can do this, Lord. Uh, I ask you, God, I want to see it, Lord. I want to see it in these 21 days. I want to see the peak come and I want to see the peak go and plummet. And I want to start hearing it, Lord. 
I want to hear it out of the mouths of non-believers that it looks like we're on the other side of this thing. In the mighty name of Jesus, I claim that right now. I claim healing virtue for everyone, Lord, that is experiencing this. I claim your healing power. Give them the lungs to breathe and the strength to breathe. Give them the peace of mind and the serenity and the calmness to know that you've got this and you're seeing them through in Jesus' name. Oh, praise God. Matthew, I just praise the Lord today. I really do. I really do. Trenton, Gala, I'm just thanking God today. I believe the Lord's doing this. I believe he's doing this. Oh, praise God. I want to pray for one more situation. And this one, in fact, when we when we get through praying on this one, I'm probably am just going to, I don't know, I'm just going to put the opening slide back up and just let it go for a few minutes. Because I think this is pretty personal, what I'm about to say. I don't know why, but I picked up a book that I read, I guess, 40 years ago. Yongi Cho's The Fourth Dimension, and Yongi Cho pastored the largest church in the world, a million people in Seoul, South Korea. Spirit-filled church known for its prayer. And it intrigued me, some of the stories that he's told. But late last night, I was reading a chapter in that book, and I got, I got lost in a certain, a certain thought that he had. He talked about the healing waters, the, the rivers of living water flowing out of our innermost being, that that's what the Spirit is, and whithersoever the Spirit, the river flows, it heals, it heals. And, and he started talking about how bitterness and Hatred and strife and envy and covetousness and unforgiving spirits and holding on to grudges stops those wells of living water from springing up and bringing healing into our world. Again and again and again, he started talking about that. We've prayed for states and nations and we've prayed for deliverance from this pandemic, but I want to remind you, I want to remind you of what 2 Chronicles 7.14 says. If my people, it doesn't say if Wall Street, if Pennsylvania Avenue, if Madison Avenue, doesn't say that. Hollywood, it doesn't say that. It says if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wickedness then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. I saw one of you a moment ago say, God, heal our land. (laughs) We are the people called by the name. I can't repent for the sins of a nation. I can't repent for the sins of Washington, D.C are the United Nations in New York City. All we can do as people of the name is ask God to forgive us of our sins. And he promised he would heal the land. And could it be that as the church begins to seek forgiveness from God and from one another, 
that those healing waters will spring up again. And Yongi Cho told one story after another how people with very serious diseases, the moment they let go of hate, and the moment they let go of a grudge, and the moment they quit grinding that axe, that suddenly healing broke forth. That with forgiveness comes healing. I will forgive their sin. I will heal their land. With forgiveness comes healing. Are you listening to me, morning devotion? With forgiveness comes healing. And this, this is what I felt impressed to do early this morning in prayer. I just want to ask you, Hope, Wendy, Deborah, if I've ever done something to let you down and offend you, and I'm sure I have, because I'm flesh. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Because I want to make sure that those healing waters flow in my life and out of my life to heal my relationships in my land. So Sue and Angela and Kimmy and Sterling, if I've done something to offend you, please forgive me. Because as I forgive, those healing waters are released. And as I seek your forgiveness, I'm permitting you to go ahead and unleash the healing waters in your life. And if enough of God's people called by his name will humble themselves, seek his face, he'll forgive us and he'll heal our land. I'm not going to ask you what you need forgiveness for. I'm not going to ask you. But we're all flesh here. We're all flesh. We're just making it better together. Getting through this time better together. I don't know what's going on in your family, what's going on in your church, and what's happened in the past, and I'm, I'm sure you're justified feeling the way that you feel. But sometimes you've got to learn how to forgive what you can't forget. and Just let it go. And release it so that healing waters will flow again. That's where we're at right now. I want to pray for inner healing in our churches, in our people, in me, in you, where we can see the mighty works of God unleashed in our lives and the lives of others. Father, we come to you right now. God, we know we're flesh and we know we're just dust. We have no halos. We have no angels' wings. You've made us to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But sometimes we feel like misfits, God, because we struggle with our feelings. We struggle with our emotions. We struggle with the things people have done to us and said about us. The neglect, the abuse. Oh God, heal our inner Man, heal our broken spirits, oh God. Let the fountains, the enemy has poured dirt in our wells. So much dirt has been thrown. But God, let us dig again the wells of our fathers. Let us dig again and say, spring up, oh well, spring up. Lord, I want to be forgiven. You forgave me of so much. How can I not forgive others? 
Lord, I want to forgive and I want to be forgiven because I know on the other side of forgiveness, healing comes. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. May a depression be healed by forgiveness right now. May a sickness be healed by forgiveness. May someone be set free, Lord, loose from their shackles and bonds and incarceration by forgiving. Let the wells of healing spring forth in our lives again. Heal the rifts between your, your body. Heal the chasms and the schisms, Lord, between individuals. Uh, even here on Morning Devotion, in our family, oh God, heal. Because we need to be forgiven. And only on the other side of forgiveness is their healing. And so I'm praying for Randy right now, Lord. I'm praying for Don. I'm praying for Ruth and I'm praying for Mark and Linda and Lawanda. April, I'm praying for you that you would find the forgiveness and you would find the healing waters begin to spring up in your life, that you would see that happening in your life. I feel the presence of the Lord. I feel him right now, and I know that he is near. I'm just going to let this go for a few minutes. I'll put the opening slide back up. Anything you want me to pray for, I want to turn my attention away from the camera and start looking at your needs and praying with you. If you want to hold on for a few minutes while we do this, go ahead. If you need to check out, you go right ahead as well. We're going to bind together, and we're going to pray one for another. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of this today. Thank you for listening to Morning Devotion with Ken Gurley. Join us next time for another inspiring devotion. To support this ministry, please visit firstchurch.com forward slash give.